Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Film with CJ. My name is CJ, my pronouns are they, them, as always. Thank you for being patient um, for this episode of Film with CJ. Um, last week I was just honestly very tired and exhausted and needed to use that Thursday as a day of rest for me. Um, and uh, that's pretty much it. Also, I just felt like no one would really be in the mood to talk about film or listen to me talk about film after the tragedies that have been occurring in the U.S. for a long time, but the one that got a lot of media coverage uh, in the past week or so. Um, myself included, I just was not feeling it would be appropriate to put one out, and I also just didn't really want to put that put this episode out into the universe while there are other things that deserved a lot of attention at the moment. And so here we are. We're back the next Thursday um to move move to, I don't know, to discuss to discuss another film that I've watched and that I've been itching to talk about. We know by now that I am very obsessed with A24, obviously, so I'm reviewing another A24 movie that I have come to learn is deeply divisive. Um, a lot of people are have some very strong opinions about this movie on the internet, um, particularly Google reviews. Um, I haven't, I tend not to look at like a ton of sources to see like what people are saying about movies just because I don't want to um be influenced by what other people are saying about the movie I genuinely want to go in and watch it and form my own opinions and have my own critiques and own thoughts about it and share like what I personally have learned um from the movie so really the only places that I look at to see like what people are saying is in google reviews when I like look at and record um my podcast episodes but even just from that I can see people either really like this movie and or really or really hate this movie and I think if you see this movie it'll be pretty clear it'll be pretty clear as to why people are very polarized so the movie for this week is men um it just came out pretty recently it has a pretty small cast and I think that's intentional given the storyline but the cast is Jesse Buckley who plays the main character Harper um a woman if that's not clear just because I feel like her name Jesse and her also real her her real name Jesse and also her character's name Harper is kind of gender ambiguous um then there's Rory Kinnear who plays the men, like every single male, male character in the movie except for one. And then there's Papa Isaidu, who plays James, um, who's Harper's husband in the movie. Basically, the plot of this movie is Harper, who's played by Jesse Buckley, decides to retreat to the countryside of the UK for some healing. In the beginning, you don't know really like what her reason is for wanting to do that, but it's kind of like the point of the movie is you learn through bits and pieces um of interactions with men on the property of the countryside um like why she decided to go there in the in the first place 
But upon arriving, she starts to have very strange interactions with the men on the property and in the town. And that's literally the ba- like that's the basic plot. So I took a ton of notes. I like a ton of notes on this on this movie in my notes app. I have like bullet point upon bullet point, outline after outline um on this movie because I genuinely wanted to like have very clear concise thoughts um when making this podcast episode but my initial thoughts are this was the wildest movie I've seen all year I think the last movie I probably that I saw that made me react in such a way as this was Midsommar where I genuinely like my mouth was agape for a lot of the movie um this movie is pretty graphic um there's full frontal nudity of a man there's some like um like body trauma um a fair amount of blood um like what else they also have like animated vaginas um particularly towards the end so if you're just a forewarning like if you're not if you're if you can't handle that don't watch this movie um but a24 kind of has that reputation especially for like horror drama or thriller drama films of like pushing the envelope and in terms of the imagery that they use um however this movie is kind of more of a critique and i think it's a critique on the fragility of the male ego um, I know we'll probably talk about when I review when I read the reviews. Um, there are people who are like, this this movie was made for the woke audience. <laughs> okay. I feel like anytime anyone has something, you know, that something that's like a critique on men, something that's a critique on the patriarchy, something that's a critique on masculinity people are like oh well you're just you just want to be woke there were generations and generations of people who got along fine with this idea now you young people just want to you just want to hate men it's like bro (laughs) i need you to recognize your own like the way in which you yourself have been affected by all these things like just because y'all didn't talk about it back then because y'all don't know how to talk about your feelings and y'all don't go to therapy and y'all don't do anything for yourself except sweep everything under the rug just because you do all that or didn't do any of that doesn't mean it didn't exist and didn't affect you like just because we have the language now to be able to talk about how these things affect us and how they've shaped our lives and affected how we've related to other people and moved through the world doesn't mean that like we just want to hate men in fact it's probably because we want men to do better. We love we love men and masculinity and want men to do better. That is the reason why we have these critiques. I don't think it's the opposite. And for y'all to take it personally, so personally, and get defensive probably means it's striking a chord with you. But alas, a critique on the fragility of the male ego. It is deeply symbolic, this movie, um... As I believe all the men that she interacts with are number one manifestations of her grief and her guilt 
and also the multiple characterizations of men um, that have been shaped by the patriarchy. There is the one who sees women as sexual beings and the and that the way men behave around them is their fault. There is the one who thinks everything is a game and nothing is serious. There is the one who stands by and watches as things happen. There is the one who pretends to be a good guy but is really just like every other guy. And there is always one that plays the victim and can never be held accountable for any of their actions. As you continue to watch this movie, if you cho- if you so choose, I have noticed that the most divisive and alarming scene that most people, that a lot of people took issue with is near the end and it's a birthing scene where multiple men or the same man gives birth continuously like four or five different times in the span of like 30 seconds um, and they show the whole thing and the camera doesn't cut away or anything like that. Very strange, kind of uncomfortable. A lot of people took issue with that, said that they took it too far, that um, it doesn't add anything. And honestly, I kind of take issue with it. Not the scene, but people who have an issue with the scene. Only because I feel like a lot of these people watch the movie from a very literal lens. And this movie is not literal like it's not literal it's if you watch it from a literal lens I feel like this movie makes absolutely zero sense and so I would kind of understand why people would be like what the fuck is going on this is just too much but you can't watch like you can't I mean you gotta know by now that A24 is they do like the, the stuff that they put out that doesn't seem to make sense is, like, they're more their symbolic stuff. But anyways, I view this scene as, you know, the, the, the rebirth of Harbor's guilt and grief that she can never escape, that's haunting her, that's trapping her, that's following her around because she hasn't been able to fully deal with it. It's literally being rebirthed and rebirthed and rebirthed. Um, it only gets smaller and only gets weaker once she recognizes, um, how to deal with her grief and, like, fight back against it and really work through it. But it also, I think this scene also begs the question, like, why are we so uncomfortable with birthing imagery? And I, I think this, this scene was definitely intentional by the director. Um, I've read an, I've read an article where he stated that, you know, there's not a person on the planet that didn't either come from a vagina or a cesarean section. And so why are we, why is everyone so uncomfortable with birthing imagery? And I think, I, I think we all know the answer to that. And it's just that the body, the body of vagina owners is policed so heavily in a way that male bodies or penis owners were never we're never subject to like even in this movie there's full frontal frontal nudity of a man penis and all and none of us really bat an eye like it's kind of just like oh that's weird but then we just move on um or maybe we don't even say that's weird it's like cool and then we move on um I've literally never seen a vagina on tv or film um unless it was porn so 
there's just so much shame and mystery that's put on the the bodies of vagina owners that is perpetuated by the patriarchy, that is perpetuated by capitalism, that is perpetuated by toxic masculinity. Um, and not to say that we should just be seeing vaginas and penises everywhere, but, but if we're going to, you know, have phallic symbols on college campuses and penises in, in just regular everyday consumption... Like, either, I don't know, just just take that, take all of that away. Take all that away. If we want to put all the shame on vagina owners, then put some shame on penis owners, because why are we just, like, why are we just seeing penises everywhere? Penises are, in my opinion, way more grotesque and ugly looking than a vagina ever is. Sorry. And vaginas should be way hi- more highly regarded then a penis. Vaginas literally push life into the world. So why are we only why are we only seeing penises? I don't understand. Alright guys, review time. So we have 73% on Rotten Tomatoes, 66% on Metacritic, 6.3 out of 10 on IMDB, and 2.1 out of 5 stars on Google Reviews. This person said The fact that a guy named Alex made a movie about misogyny where the character learns absolutely nothing, doesn't properly deal with her trauma, or feel empowered in any sort of way would make a great Onion article. There was no storytelling or any idea of a theme that went into this movie. It's a movie entirely built on trying to do shock value and please the libs. Not any normal lib, but the super annoying lib. It could have been done well if it didn't get to a point of trauma porn and wasn't trying to do a horror movie simply for the aesthetic. Literally, if you made a robot watch every 24, A24 movie and write a script, it would be this, but probably better, because that's how it feels. The music, the lighting, the stilted dialogue, the weird close-ups, the disgusting never-ending birth scene, the statue that's shown just because something similar is shown in other movies, I guess. It very clearly is made for an aesthetic and goes too far to even be fun camp. That being said, it is close to fun camp. I would definitely watch an edit where all the divorce fighting is cut out, as well as the never-ending birth scene, and maybe with a Steinfeld laugh track, because that would be a better movie, and honestly, the weird editing and awkward dialogue would probably make the laugh track fit without much effort. (laughs) All right, Calder Martin. Seems this movie has clearly struck a chord with you. Um, and I would advise you to sit with yourself a little bit. And I'm sure that was the intention of this movie because I feel like, like, if this shoe didn't fit, why are you so mad? Using terms like libs? I'm sure one of the men character, one of the main characters in this film probably said something that you have said word for word verbatim in life. And now you're upset. because what are you even saying like i if you if okay clearly you watch this from a very factual literal lens and now you just think everybody's out to get you because someone made a movie about men that are exactly like you is what it sounds like um 
but regardless i i think you i think you went in, it sounds like this guy went into this movie with um like preconceived notions about what he act, what he had already wanted to say about the movie i don't think the edit i don't think the editing or the dialogue was bad like i really don't i thought the divorce um scenes were completely necessary because otherwise he would have no idea why she went to the countryside in the first place so i don't know you just sound like a hater to me and that's fine be a hater this next person said definitely some gore and shock factor but i think it's one of the best movie representations of grief especially the very specific feeling of grieving someone who isn't a good person i've ever seen People are saying it should have had a stronger female lead, but I really will always appreciate the character gone numb trope. She experienced trauma directly after trauma, all while being told that she is the blame or that nothing was wrong at all. That broke her character down entirely, and I think that was phenomenally done. I also understand how the last 20 minutes aren't easy on the eyes, but it's a harsh symbolism of how each man represented a toxic factor in her husband, helping her move away from the internal blame she may have... She may have she may have because her husband was not a victim. She was. It's also representative of how toxic men breed more toxic men. How despite all of the male symbolism around, the statue of the female giving birth is hidden. Men are praised and put on a pedestal, but only women can create life. Beautifully done. I would watch it if you appreciated Midsommar. Exactly my notes. This, this person, this person put exactly my notes. Yes agreed <laughs> okay let's read this review by judette mevertis this this person said pretends to be deep but it's just black christmas 2.0 here and elsewhere there are a lot of negative reviews saying either either that they're confused or that they don't like the film and then positive reviews saying if you are confused or don't like it it's because you're too dumb to understand or because you're a man and part of the problem my issue is that the film was was not that the film was confusing in fact i'd say the plot was very simplistic and only veiled by symbolism and metaphor to give the illusion of being deep and complicated if you're confused by the story here it is Men are terrible and toxic, and all men, even random men in distant villages, are part of the press- oppressive system and responsible for the abuse of women. That's all there is to it. It's an artsy rendition of men are trash. And like that misandric statement, the social commentary this film attempts to make is equally as one-sided and inaccurate. In spite of this narrative, the majority of men not only don't abuse women, but abhor violence against women, <laughs> against women, especially compared with violence against men, which most people are much more comfortable with in general. And in spite of this narrative, a large portion of abuse is committed by women, though of course it's usually overlooked or downplayed because it doesn't fit the expectation of what abuse looks like or who, or who abusers are. Nevertheless, some people are devoted to this inaccurate and harmful narrative, and this film is another of many of many media pieces that perpetuates it. Don't be confused by the imagery underneath the special effects and behind the metaphors. The meaning of the film is cliche. Wow. There's a lot to unpack in this review, Judette. You said a lot. So let's unpack that. I do feel like you, if your response to someone saying that men could do better 
that here are all the ways that men mistreat women and also ben- who benefit the most from the patriarchy and capitalism. If your response to that is, well, women ab- also abuse men. Huh? What? You need help. You need help. For sure. Like, that's not normal. Um, Because... Yes, of course, there are women who do bad things and abuse men, and I am not negating the seriousness of that. That is also terrible. However, women do not benefit from a capitalistic, patriarchal, masculine society in the way that men do, and nowhere is it perpetuated to any degree like it is with men against women. And if that is your argument that women also abuse men, however true that may be, it is also up to men to to hold men accountable, to hold everyone accountable, to hold women accountable, to hold men accountable, and not just negate the fact that we're saying that men continuously abuse women women and continuously gaslight women and continuously tell them it's their fault and continuously tell them that the way that men behave around them is their fault because they're sexual beings like my good sir i think you also just proved the point to people who are saying that you're a part of the problem like this this review reveals that you are also part of the problem Because why is your response to men abusing women saying that, well, women women also abuse women, or women also abuse men? I don't think you're understanding. I don't think you understood. Anyways, y'all, as you've seen, the people have spoken either very much for this movie or very, very much against this movie and I'm not pointing fingers but I'm just observing that usually the people who are not liking this movie are men with fragile egos like I'm just observing that's just something that I have observed observed so take that with as however you will take that however you will This is not a movie to go see if you can't handle being critiqued, I guess. Or it's not a movie to to see if you don't understand as a man that you benefit from the patriarchy and toxic masculinity. If you can't recognize that you benefit from that, in the way in which it's perpetuated against women and against marginalized communities, you will not like this movie. Also, if you can't take anything beyond face value, you will not like this movie. <laughs> Anyways, I fucking love this movie. I, I had no idea where it was going. I had no idea it was nearly as symbolic. I was genuinely surprised and shocked by this movie shocked to the fullest extent of the word um and i fucking love that 
I love when I watch a movie and like I have no idea where the fuck it's going, but in a good way. Like if I, when I watched Uncut Gems, I was like, I, I'm so anxiety ridden, and I also don't know where the fuck this movie is going. Like I'm, I cannot be even begin to fathom the direction of this movie and I'm also anxious on top of it and so Uncut Gems was not really for me however men absolutely absolutely and I love that it was not like a stereotypical man stalking a woman slash a movie out in the countryside she's alone unprotected fragile weak it wasn't that kind of like stereotypical theme um there was a there was a message to it it was a little bit deeper it was a critique there was some criticism there there was some societal issues present if you know what i'm fucking saying and for that i give it a nine out of ten and yeah, I will see all you, all my film heads next Thursday. Bye.